For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2197. We're continuing our conversation about Dave Filoni as the storytelling heir apparent to George Lucas's legacy. And today we're going to focus on a particular aspect of Dave Filoni's experience that from a certain point of view, might be considered to be better off, better positioned at this point in his career than where George Lucas is and was. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, as I said at the top, we're going to continue our look at George Lucas and Dave Filoni. And this time we're going to talk about a particular aspect of Dave Filoni's career experience thus far that I think puts him in a better position, relatively speaking, relative to the way that George Lucas's own storytelling experience developed. And, I mean, maybe it's a little controversial in its way, I suppose, but it is, you know, just from a certain point of view, one person's point of view, and so I would certainly love to hear what you think about it as well. So do chime in wherever you happen to catch this episode and there's a comment section related to it, or just at home base for the show at SW7X7.com. Let me start by taking George Lucas's career and arbitrarily slicing it up into three phases. We'll call it an original trilogy phase, a prequel trilogy phase, and a Clone Wars TV series phase. And just to further complicate matters, not too much, but I'm going to break up our consideration into three elements, story, script, and directing. So with the original Star Wars, AKA A New Hope, George Lucas did the story, he did the script. Yes, it was punched up here and there, but mostly did the script and did the directing. In Empire, he did the story, and he did not do the script, and he did not do the directing. And with Return of the Jedi, he did not do the directing, he did the story again, and he co-wrote the script, alright? So, as Lucas progressed through the original trilogy, he became more comparatively hands-off, and yes, he kind of got back in a little bit with Return of the Jedi, but still managed to you know, allow his story to be told by other people. And maybe you can kind of see where I'm going to go with this now. With the prequel trilogy, he directed all of them, he did the story for all of them, he did the scripts for all of them, with the exception of Attack of the Clones, which was co-written with Jonathan Hales, and yes, there were other punch-up things happening. Tom Stoppard, I believe I heard, was involved, the playwright Tom Stoppard. At one point, I think Carrie Fisher even <laughs> took a couple of passes at things here and there. But for the prequel trilogy, he definitely took more control of the project than he had with the original trilogy. And then you have the third phase of his creative Star Wars storytelling, which would be the Clone Wars. And for that, he was, I'll say, largely hands-off. And what I mean by that is that he was not doing scripting, he was not doing directing, and yes, he may have had influence with the story, but he was more hands-off with the Clone Wars series than he was with any of those other two major Star Wars storytelling creative phases of his life. 
Now let's compare and contrast with Dave Filoni's Star Wars storytelling career. And just to even things out, I'll divide it into three phases. We'll talk about the Clone Wars time, we'll talk about Star Wars Rebels, and then we'll talk about the post-Rebels time period, which would be Resistance and The Mandalorian. So when it comes to Clone Wars, Dave Filoni was a supervising director for the entirety of the run. And there were other writers and other directors involved, and obviously he was working with Lucas, and he was working with all of these other creatives, but he was not the, you know, one person doing the story and doing the writing and doing the directing. So, yeah, he directed some episodes, he wrote some episodes, but he was largely part of a you know, bigger creative process and was helping, along with George Lucas, to guide all of these other creatives in the building of the Clone Wars series. And then you move into the Star Wars Rebels period, and he was the supervising director for that series for the first two seasons only, and then Justin Ridge took over as supervising director for seasons three and four. There was some concern at the time that Dave Filoni was, quote-unquote, stepping down or something like that, and there was a tweet that I saw referenced in a story online. <laughs> I know that sounds sketchy already. Um, promise you it's not. Where Pablo Hidalgo basically responded and said, you know, nobody's stepping down, Justin is stepping up. And, you know, more of the story basically indicated that Dave Filoni was going to be overseeing multiple animation projects. And so it was kind of a, you know, a broader step up for him in that regard. And was also going to give him time to you know, concentrate on some writing for Star Wars Rebels as well. Now, I'm going to take a sidebar quickly and say that I don't know if I have heard anything about this specifically as far as Dave Filoni goes, but George Lucas has said famously that he hates writing. He hates the process of writing. It's just the worst part of any film project for him. He hates sitting down and doing the script writing. It's like getting blood from a stone for him, okay? Dave Filoni, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that expressed by him whatsoever. I don't hear any sort of difficulty or challenge from him as far as the writing of you know scripts for any Star Wars story have gone. And we are right now in Dave Filoni's third phase of his Star Wars storytelling career, if you will, which is the post-Rebels phase. So he is the creator of the Star Wars Resistance series that ran for two seasons on Disney, but he was not the supervising director, that was Justin Ridge again, and he was, you know, involved with, you know, some creative stuff with it, but for the most part, he was hands-off on it. And then, you know, when it came to work on The Mandalorian, he was, you know, there on set, he was an executive producer, he directed a couple of episodes, which is something that he had yet to do, he had yet to direct live action, so this was, you know, a step up for him in the training aspect of his career. But once again, for the most part, you know, he had input on the story and why characters do things the way they do them, why situations and aspects of the Star Wars galaxy are the way that they are, but he's also working with a whole raft of other creatives to make things happen. Yes, George Lucas in his career had to have a group of talented creatives around him to make things happen, whether it was, you know, ILM or his creature effects people or anything like that. To be sure, that is absolutely the case, and I am not, you know, trying to, you know, cast aspersions in that regard. I'm only talking about just the creative storytelling aspect, and directing is a big part of that as well. And it seems to me that Dave Filoni is further along in his career in terms of being able to 
let go of the storytelling, to actually keep the bigger picture of the story and the reasons why things are the way they are in stories, you know, have, you know, that be his input on things and, you know, write from time to time because he enjoys it and he's actually very good at it too, but to let other creatives help tell the stories, whether it's other writers or other directors, be that as it may, have other people contribute to telling Star Wars stories. Whereas there was a point in time for George Lucas where he went from letting other people tell his stories to kind of pulling it in and feeling like he had to be the one to tell the stories and he had to be the one to exert as much control as possible over how the story was told. It seems like Dave Filoni has gotten more comfortable with the idea of other people actually doing the in the trenches work of telling the stories comparatively than Lucas was at similar points in their career development. And that's probably a function of just how their careers went as well. I mean, Lucas is very entrepreneurial as we've talked about and he was part of, you know, the new Hollywood movement in the 70s where they were trying to wrest control of filmmaking away from movie studios. And so it's an entirely different kind of experience compared to how Dave Filoni came up through the animation system and was working on things like Avatar The Last Airbender and other shows. And yeah, it's, it's a whole different kind of way of thinking. And so I'm not saying that, you know, one particular career path is better than the other career path. And certainly George Lucas has made a lot more money in that regard based on, you know, what he did and how he did it and thinking about the contractual things that he negotiated with 20th Century Fox back in the day. And for Dave Filoni to do anything like that, he would probably have to, you know, go away from Star Wars and create his own thing entirely, which I have a feeling that, were he to ever do that, he would be quite capable of pulling something like that off. I have you know, a lot of faith in the guy. But ultimately, I think what I'm trying to get at is that Star Wars seems to be at its best when other people are telling its stories with creative input and direction you know, at a high level from people who are so deeply vested in the story that they can help guide it and craft it and create it. And so I feel like Dave Filoni is very well positioned and you know, having been taught by the maker himself, it has been very well schooled to enable the next generation of Star Wars storytelling to happen. And so that is where we're going to leave it here today. And therefore, that's it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And keep wearing your masks, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. ...is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.